Hey there, friends. It's Heath. Guys, we are quickly approaching the end of book three, which means the end of Southern Tomfoolery's first three-book adventure path against the Aeon Throne. It feels strange to say that after a year of playing Starfinder, season one is nearly complete. I never expected, when we decided over a year ago to start a Starfinder podcast, that it would come to mean this much to me, or that we'd have fans at all, let alone such supportive, engaging fans as all of you fine people. It's been an exciting ride, and we're all so grateful to have you along for this journey. Now, we've already recorded our three-part finale, and let me assure you, it gets wild. I, for one, couldn't be more excited, more hype for you guys to get to hear the highs and lows, the drama and the laughs of the culmination of our first season. And again, we cannot thank you guys enough for riding shotgun with the Epic Tracer crew through the Starfinder universe, throughout the Pact Worlds, and beyond. Speaking of which, this is also the final time that I, Heath, will be your tour guide to the Galarian star system with the final installment of Heath's Pact Worlds Travel Guide. Suggestions for recreation, relaxation, sightseeing, and excitement for your Pact Worlds vacation. Take a break from tradition and expectation with an exciting trip to the diaspora a belt of asteroids and stations between Triaxis and Eox. The dilettantes and mellophiles among you will appreciate the unique experience that is Songbird Station. Residing on a half-mile asteroid in the diaspora, Songbird Station exists as both temple and center for the performing arts, a jewel-studded stone shining amidst the field of rocks that make up the diaspora, Songbird Station is part church, part school dedicated to Shailen, goddess of art and beauty. Priests oversee study of the arts as well as the station's concert hall, which frequently hosts the most famous entertainers in all of the packed worlds, most notably pop icon Strawberry Machine Cake. If testing your metal against inhospitable environments and deadly creatures is more your speed, and I'm looking at you, Vesk, then you may want to head to the Leovarin system, particularly to the Moon Osoro, and book a safari with Balakashti excursions. Day trips as well as three, seven, and ten day long excursions are available. These safaris will take you deep into Osoro's poison jungles for a thrilling and horribly dangerous adventure you'll never forget, and only the strongest will survive. For those addicted to fashion, Madame Zebo, look no further than Bertheta's moon, Kalo Mayhoy, a watery world home to the city of Grand Inza, the fashion capital of the Pact Worlds. This city hosts elegant and exclusive high-end shopping centers and mega-resorts to cater to any and all of your garment-related needs, no matter how chic, stylish, or expensive. However you decide to spend your Pact Worlds vacation, don't forget to download an episode or two of your favorite podcast. I suggest episode 67 of Southern Tomfoolery, The Father, The Son, and The Trolley Ghost. I would like to raise a glass to the Epic Tracer crew for surviving that incredibly wild fight. And because we are now, I'd say, no less than five episodes to the end of this. 
You know we're gonna drag this thing out. Dude, a lot I mean, that's why I said, don't make promises. That's why I said no bad. less. That's why I said no less than five. Ah, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> Between five and fifty. Between yeah. five and Somewhere fifty episodes. Yeah. We'll be Somewhere. now, but for real, we are in the final throes of this book, so I would like to raise a glass. And despite all my shit talking, I'm glad to see each and every one of your characters here at this juncture. You've made it this far, so cheers to you guys. Mm, cheers. cheers. Mm, Take cheers. that, my last shot of Jameson. Uh, I'm drinking uh, maple bourbon. Got some uh, screwball peanut butter whiskey. Mm. Would be Emily's favorite, I'm sure. Yeah, that sounds it, it's disgusting. good. It, uh, John is doing vodka good. shots, right? No, I'm doing monster without the vodka. <laughs> mm-hmm. Powerade. That was actually a really big shot. So I have one more last shot of Jameson. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, so so here we are. That was a, a crazy fight last fight with the twin soul um before we go any further i mean what do you guys think of book three it was it was kind of all over the place book to some degree if you if we say that book three starts with your return to outpost zed which it did that's where book three officially started yeah Mm. that's that's a that's a lot yeah. I mean, you're talking about the, yeah. the whole fight. Uh, <laughs> the whole fight. Yeah. <laughs> that one fight. You know. No, the whole uh, boxing. Oh, boxing yeah, right. Matches. The boxing yeah, thing. I mean. and, yeah. and, <laughs> you know, the fight. You actually, know, that's called a, a tournament. <laughs> that punchy, punchy boy, uh, you know, escapade. Sure, uh, yeah. Ship getting sabotaged. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. A certain date that happened. Like, oh. Reptoid. Yeah. Oh, man. Yep. There was the, Fucking yeah. heartbreak all over the place. It was, yeah. man. It's just a, a, a lot's happened just in this book alone, let alone the first two books. So, Not to mention all the craziness that's happened since we got here. Yeah, some yeah. wildness here. And there's still, there's still a lot to go, so... I guess we need to just jump right back into it. No, also- I don't. I don't want to do that. I feel like there was some, a little bit of a bummer vibe on some of that, like longing for the past and recalling, tra- you know, past tragedies and stuff. No, uh, I, I want to no. be real childish, yeah. and uh, <laughs> I want to know, and I think the fans want to know. Oh. From- What's your, what are you guys' favorite colors? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that went a di- direction no, I was not no, We're not doing this. We're not doing this. <laughs> you don't, you don't get up, to decide, Heath. John. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, technically, you don't either, Heath. But I like the question. <laughs> I'm I'm like it I like your gusto. Yeah. Oh. Emily, what's your favorite color? Um, it's. I've heard that it's pronounced differently than this so <laughs> oh, either turquoise or turquoise depending turquoise. on your yeah the, the second one's definitely right yeah i'm yeah. certain it is yeah, that's yeah. how you should always refer to it anytime turquoise. somebody asks you your favorite color God. you should say turquoise. Oh, that is a nice turquoise shirt turquoise. You have there. i exclusively pronounce it turquoise <laughs> i, yeah. I kind of hate it but it's well color, you know what'll so make you hate it hate that pronunciation even more Oh. Turquoise is also kind of a third tier jam band. Oh yeah, yeah. Turquoise is fun life. though. Yeah, they're fun. Yeah. Yeah. Don't don't lump them in there with like Twiddle, man. They're be- yeah, they're better than Twiddle. <laughs> they're better than Twiddle. Twiddle's I mean, a real band. That's a real band. <laughs> also a real band. Oh, yeah. is pigeons playing ping pong, and, and they also shitty. suck. Yeah, yeah. that's a fantastic name though. Me, me and Adam spent. Too long of a time the other day dunking on Twiddle and Pigeons playing ping pong. Uh, Adam, what's your favorite color? Purple. Purple? Yep. Nice. I like the the royalness per- to it and the rich kind of color of it. You know, Also known as Purple. Purple. That is a that is a, fifth t- that is a fifth tier jazz trio from France. Yeah. Purple. Purple. What's the, what's the other name for it? Um, it's it's another name for eggplant. Aubergine. Yeah, aubergine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Norma Jean. <laughs> that is also a band. That's also a band. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. This is a good. This is a good game. Oh, wow. uh, it's a good bit. Keep it going. Jo- Josh. Josh. Oh. Oh. Well, um, you said keep it going, and then you picked Josh. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, my what 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 is there fancy special to say about dark blue? Oh, uh, like, like a navy blue or a royal? Dark yeah. blue. Dark blue. Kind of, yeah. Dark blue. Dark blue. Um, no, it's it's a uh, it's kind of kind of a not quite navy, not quite royal, like that that nice uh, nice in between. Mm, an indigo. Yes, yes, indigo. Mm. So basically, there's, like a, there's, there's a sapphire is a fancy sounding blue. There's a shade it's of blue bright. called Yale. <laughs> oh, it doesn't get much fancier than that, right? <laughs> um, there's a Pussifer song called Indigo Children. See, I did the thing. You did, you did the thing. Well, there's also Indigo Girls, which was, you know. That's too long. Which is also which the, is an uh, actual the Blue Man Group. There you go. Yeah. Blue, yeah. blue yeah. Man True. Group. Blue Shay. <laughs> man. Blue Shay. Blue Mon grew up there. <laughs> wow. Jesus Christ. God damn. John, this is- how about yours, buddy? <laughs> orange. 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 Oh, orange. Uh, that's orange. Orange. Like, orange. Uh, what is it? Well, more of a burnt orange. Yeah. Okay. Anaranjado. So, like, that, that nice, perfect level when you're cooking a pizza, like, in between. Hmm. And done umber. and go on mm-hmm. mm-hmm. like that that like straddling the line right there yeah just straddling mm, more like burnt orange <laughs> yeah <laughs> you like the thing i already no, said. It's, more of, it's more of exactly like burnt orange is the color it's more like putting an orange on the stove top and just burn it yeah just burn it yeah <laughs> oh this is fucking gold heath did we do you yet uh, well speaking of gold <laughs> My favorite colors are like like yellow, gold, like really bright yellow. Lustrous my, colors. Yeah. The sun. The color of the sun. Mm. Zachariah? Um, uh, my favorite color is green. And give me a moment and I will find a ridiculous pronunciation. Verde. <laughs> Gray. Wow. Good job, Em. <laughs> green. <laughs> wow. You, you, you had to put that southern twang on that. <laughs> Verday, Verday, you're gonna get that Verday sauce. Day. Yeah, Verda salsa. <laughs> <laughs> What's that like green you... sauce y'all got? Heath, are you still glad uh, you did day? this bit? Yes, I am. Okay. I'm a great time. We got a couple of bits out of it. Our favorite colors. We we riffed on uh, tying those to bands that aren't particularly good. You got to shit on Twiddle again. So yeah. there's always yeah. it's always it's a win. Good. But okay, we lost all the Twiddle fans. I hope oh, you guys know. Twiddle demographic. Is you mean the, twiddle the whole fan. Twiddle demographic? Uh, yeah, well, they the, were. Twiddle, twiddle fans never made it here because we shot on them before. <laughs> Me and Heath are the only targeted demographic of our whole <laughs> listeners base for for Twiddle. I mean, yeah. to be fair, Twiddle fans have been lost for a while. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they are Twiddle fans after all. Yeah. Um, well, who did we get? Everybody? No, you know who we didn't get? You. No, we got me. I said purple. Yeah. Uh, the Aslanti, their favorite color is green. Zach's yeah. a plant. But, well, but Zach's way cooler than they are. So Thank Zach's you. Zach's one of them. I mean, we all already know that Oren's an Aslanti. See, right. he's, he's the only human in this world. He's the only human. Yeah. I feel like that's going to be like a long-running conspiracy theory. Oh, is that yeah. Like Oren is a secret Aslanti. And it's I'm not really conspiracy. conspiracy. I mean, what else has he got not, going though. for him after the love uh, after the love of his life just yeah. disappeared? Yeah. yeah. Well, disappeared. She didn't really disappear. <laughs> disappear <Yeah>. per se. <laughs> that's uh thank you, Josh. That is uh or John, that is uh, very sweet of you to whitewash that series of events like that. <laughs> I don't know what happened. She just disappeared. She just yeah. poofed. Alright, so so far we've done shots, <laughs> talked about our favorite colors, dunked mm-hmm. on some people's bands that we're going to lose a whole fan over. Um, <laughs> and now we've got a show to record, I guess. I guess. I'm going to take my last shot of Jameson. Yeah, can we just Again, can we just not do the rest of this, and can we just like take shots and talk shit about shitty jam bands? I, you know, can we pivot? There, I feel like there's can a certain pivot? percentage of people who'd be like, "Yeah, okay, sure, man. Yeah, y'all go ahead." <laughs> like it's a very like, low percentage, but it's pretty, pretty. It is I mean, a percentage, nonetheless. I bet, I bet yeah, a non-zero like amount of people. I mean, it was like four people would be like, 
right, sure. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm here okay for it. it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm already listening. Yeah. I'm not going to turn Listen it to off. Do a two hour Tom Talks? I, mean, I don't got any place to go. Why not? <laughs> I mean, I've set my workout schedule for an hour. I've already started it. Too late to do anything else now. So, all right, let's let's get started. <laughs> hey, I feel like you're like inching close to Josh level territory of like trying to run the show. And I've already had this conversation with Josh and I'll have it with you. I've already given you a show to run. You run that one. I'll run this one. How's that sound? I mean, sounds sassy and unnecessary. Heath, you're doing you know great. What, Adam, we'll see you. Whiskey GM, yeah. baby. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> this was all just a ploy to get a whiskey GM out of this. Oh boy. Y'all be careful when he's drinking maple whiskey, he'll turn into a sappy GM. <laughs> okay, Josh. We'll see you. Josh, I blame you for all of this. I blame you. Rona can't keep me down. Joshua. I love you so much, Rona can't keep me down. That's so good. (laughs) I hope that's a t-shirt one day. (laughs) Ziva can't be held back by the sickness of being teleported, and Emily can't be held back by the sickness of Corona. So let's press on forward in Arellas. She's back. She's back. You guys defeated the twin soul, and... The now twiddle? you, yeah, the twiddle soul, and now you have the, uh, and you also defeated the two grays that were in here as well, and that's where we left it last time. So let's start it there now. Well, Orin will definitely deactivate Starlight form, and you know, put his lightsaber away, and uh, you know, look back at Ziva, who he was standing in front of, and just be like, "Y'all right, Cap?" Uh, yes, um. And she's just kind of looking at this amorphous blob that's sort of in front of them. Uh, and she'll kind of look over across at, at everybody. And Oh, yeah. Sedona's also passed out, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what else is new? I'll go <laughs> over and... I woken and, up by now, considering yeah. that's over. I'd go ahead and get her back on her feet. Mike, where are you at on stamina? Me? Like spent on stamina. Uh, I have nine stamina. Okay. Um, I I wanted to do this last session, but I mean, you let me know. I was going to use um, inspiring boost. Yeah, I'll let you get one of those off. Okay. Um. So yeah. So what's that do for me? So. Because uh, I would certainly say that it's this a stamina heal, dog. I'm, yeah, I know. I'm heel. saying like how much. Here, your ally regains a number of stamina points equal to twice your envoy level plus your charisma modifier. Damn. Um, What's that, 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 is that? Is that a five? That accent, is Adam. Is 12 plus 5? Is that 17? Damn. <laughs> so that'll be 16. Okay. If you can do that like three times, she I'll can. be good. Cannot. <laughs> so, question. Yes. Since uh, Sedona did undergo another seizure. Uh, she also have another memory? Why don't you go talk to her and find out? Yeah, you know, so I, yeah, so I'm going to go uh, ahead and his, his help her back fishing. to her feet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, he's just going to go over there. And yeah, like, of course she comes You've been to... pushing yourself too hard. No, this is, this is actually wonderful. It's, it's helping me remember, and I'm feeling feeling embolstered actually with each new memory that I that I gain um, and she says this time I I remember these horrifying grays as they loomed over me probed me and prodded me uh, while I was conscious but totally paralyzed it was it was awful um, she says that she remembers trying to fight back, but her brain simply just wouldn't work. Um, and she also notes that in standing behind the greys, there was a bronze-skinned Aslanti man, must have been Zolan, chuckling to himself. And I remember he said, and I will remember this to my dying day, he said, we've probably extracted all she has to offer, but prepare my yacht and I shall return her to Golta for indefinite detainment in case she decides she has more to say. I will kill that man. He's got a yacht? Uh, yeah, there's, I was going to say, there's no 
better way to really get those fuck this rich douche vibe going than to casually mention your yacht. Yeah, you're to, what to call it's not your a spaceship, boat. It's your a yacht. yacht. Yeah, right. That <laughs> fucking space yacht. Cool. Um, and it's just like pumping hollow notes like constantly. <laughs> I mean, I'm cool with that, but. Yeah, me too. I actually <laughs> called the the uh, Colin Oates hotline. Hotline, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which song was it? Was it was it privatized or it was, uh, Rich Girl Man? Rich Girl, oh, yeah, come on, yeah. dude. You know it's got to be Rich Girl. Okay, uh, so yeah, that's basically all she she has to say, and she gets up, and she looks like so in control of herself. You know, like she seems so invigorated and determined. You know, None. all of you recognize the old Sedona now. Yeah. You know, that'll like, last all of 10 minutes. Um, <laughs> Until we get to the next lap. <laughs> maybe, maybe. <laughs> we'll have to see. Uh, so, what else? Uh, Oren just looks at Ziva and Mike and says, uh, <clears throat> I really hope that's the weirdest fucking thing we deal with today. Yeah, uh, I feel you there. Anyone got like, a napkin? Because I've got all this goo on my fist. Yeah, yeah, hang on. And Fell pulls out a grease-covered rag. Yeah. Fight. <laughs> Man, I mean, I, Oren can just token spell. You'll just give you some jazz fingers. Oh, yeah, and, that's and way more. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Man, Oren, while why you at it, want, you want to hit my rag, too? I've been, I've been carrying this shit around <laughs> yeah, in my pocket. From, I, from, from, I guess, you dirty bastard. Nah, know. it builds character. <laughs> give him right? a little bit of token spell as well. Ziva pulls out, like, a, a like very... Intricately like embroidered hanger, like a little doily, just kind of like starts like dabbing at this cheek. Like that's schmutz everywhere. So bougie. <laughs> you got schmutz everywhere. You got schmutz everywhere. Got some schmutz on your face. <laughs> now I wish there were a jam band called Schmutz. Yeah, let's start one. There's still time. Pivot. Okay. I call there it. There we go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Zach calls it. Fuck. I call it's it. Too quick, man. <laughs> it's on it. Um, on it. So, so in a more serious vein, I think Mike, after getting token spelled or whatever, would be like, "All right, what well, is there? There like any information or anything you guys need to gather here? Because that's two labs down. I can't help but think in the third lab, preps. I mean, me old, me old men. Yeah, I, I, there's there's a ton that I, I, I mean, I was able to scan through it, but give me a minute. I'll uh, I'll go ahead and pull off what I can to give off to Murgleburg. Yeah, you've only had two turns to process that information. Like I said, there's a ton of information. Yeah, no, 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 no. That's twelve seconds, man. That's not a that's not a lot of time. I'm I'm on your side. Speed reading. It well, that's John's classic, like never knowing if he's sincere or sarcastic, because it felt a whole lot like you're being like, oh, well, you don't have an android brain. <laughs> what do you mean you can't process uh, all that data? 12 seconds. Let's just take the whole evening, shall we? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean... What- yeah, so with that with that information, you know, you get that the that what this was is that these unusual metal rings um, were part of the Aslanti experiments exploring instantaneous teleportation and travel through the ethereal plane. Zolan had hoped that this would help him unlock the secrets of the rune drive. Um that they were using the twin soul that you fought, actual twin, because uh, usually they come in pairs of two, um, and that they have killed one to harvest their ethereal energy to power these rings. Well, no wonder he was so mad. Yeah, he was really mad, and he couldn't. The thing was, is he couldn't tell you apart from any other biological form. That he just assumed you were part of the scientists as well. The, yeah, they're they're all leg and arm creatures to me. Right, right. right. <laughs> you damn leggy armies. Um. So you are able to upload all the information to the console pad for the rune drive. Uh, without a check, just because you did do very well. You had already hacked everything. And you know that there is a small medical lab to the northwest, the door that exits to the northwest. Um, but that's pretty much it. I mean, it's a lot of theoretical study. 
um, trying to understand the rune drive's connection to teleportation or perhaps the ethereal plane or other planes of existence. You know what I mean? Um, but that's, that's what you get from the computer. So, and Emily's having a struggle with this. Is it known that, like, the rune drive uses the ethereal plane? Or they were just like, this is just something they were just fucking about with? Good question, though. uh, Let's check that medical lab, since the last one had such useful shit in it. (laughs) Uh, Well, to follow up on Emily's question, uh, I mean, you gathered all this information. Would there be any indication that if they're using the ethereal plane, is it potentially doing any similar kind of damage as like drift travel does just to specifically the ethereal plane? Like, is it tearing chunks of that plane off? There's nothing here that would suggest that. Okay. Just, just curious. The only downside is the Aeon Throne is exactly where you are as soon as you use it. I mean, yeah. Well, I was going to say useless piece of technology with that. Well, I was going to say like if, if it, Indicated that it was like doing the same kind of thing to the ethereal plane, then it kind of makes our this is a superior mode of travel argument a bit moot because it's still doing the same kind of destruction. Well, the Aeon Throne knowing where you're at makes the whole thing kind of moot, right? Right. Yeah, I mean, yes. those are two different points. Well, let's go ahead and but. just take out New Thesper while we're at it. Yeah, just right shut now. it down. Yeah, let's shut go. it all down. You're canceled, New Thesperus. Burn it down. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right, so the lab, yeah, if you go in the lab, you can use the lab if you want to heal HP, um, and that Treat Deadly Wounds DC would come down to a 20 instead of a 25, and you can heal three people at once with a successful successful roll in an advanced lab. Um, and in the lab itself, you see an advanced med kit and three med patches. Well, I think we're all just missing stamina, right? Okay. Well, the good thing is you do find an advanced med kit, which will permanently reduce the DC to treat wounds to 20 for whoever has it. Is this uh, maybe while we were... Everybody's... Fucking... 10 minutes? Is that a thing? So, it's always an option for you guys to try to take 10 minutes, but remember that the clock, you've used your long rest, and so you're now kind of... Well, I think, like, with particularly, I would say, me and Emily, and maybe Aaron, like, I think the relevant question is, like, while they were sussing out all the information and checking out the lab, would that be 10 minutes that... You know what I'm saying? Like, we could just squeeze in instead of taking a whole group 10 minutes. Well, everything that you've done so far can reasonably done in less than a minute. You know what I mean? Like, so if you want to take the 10 minutes, you certainly can spend the resolve, all that, you know, and it would be a total passing past time of 10 minutes. But to clarify, we cannot do, um, another 10 minutes after the next lab is that you can always you can i mean 10 minutes or 10 minutes right that's your time to spend you know but but we don't know Um, what's gonna happen so yeah orin definitely wants to take that advanced med kit and you know if if anybody needs any hp i don't know if anybody's low on hp no Mm. that's that's what i'm saying i think it's all stamina but there's like me and emily are both almost completely out of stamina. I mean, she just gave me 16, but I've got... A short rest might be in order then. Yeah, Yeah. I I think... Yeah, yeah, because I have zero stamina. A 10-minute breather might be good after fighting a twin soul. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I don't think think it's unreasonable. It's just like, we know that we're pushing the time limit on, like, Zolan getting back. Yeah. You know? But like, is there anything him. else in the med lab that like any any uh, tier two analgesics or anything like that? Maybe <laughs> there's some tier five sedatives, baby. No, I'm just yes, <laughs> yes, fuck yes, I want them all. That's all that's in there is the advanced med kit and the three med patches. So 
Okay. Uh, yeah, Orin will pocket that med kit. Says, mm. says I want all of the, the the tier five sedatives. Like I, I, I think you might have a problem. Scratching his beard like really fast. <laughs> like, come down on me. It's been a rough fucking day. <laughs> yeah. Having dreams about people that don't want to be having dreams about. Oh man. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, so that is everything. That is everything in the lab. You guys can go ahead and take the ten. Just make sure you spend that resolve point to get the stamina back. But that also yeah. gives you your breath weapon. Yes, it does. And now I can also use um, inspiring boost again on Michael. Noise. Mm. You guys take your rest. You kind of clean up. Get the things you can get out of this lab. Get the information that you need. And I suppose you move on, right? I mean, this was your first encounter mm-hmm. of the day, so to speak, because you had taken the long rest right before that. I mean, and I'm just assuming that you guys want to go to the final lab. I mean, I might be wrong, you know. Yes, yeah. I, I think I think one of us for sure. I think you're spot would like on. To. I think you're spot on, brother. Pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I think I think Keith actually wants to just go ahead and. Get the rune drive and go, right? Remind uh, me again. Definitely. Titania Mike does not give a shit about the rune drive. <laughs> like, for what it's worth, on our way there, I mean, Orin wants to, like, kind of put a hand on Mike and just kind of lean into him and say, Hey, big guy, you uh, know it's been a long time since you've seen your father. He may not be the man that you remember. People change. Yeah, well, um, it's still... If he's been in charge of, to some degree, rebelling against these Islanti, even while working for them, then I think there's still at least a spark of the father I once knew in there. Well, for your sake, I hope you're right. You know, kind of patting Mike on the, the back of his armor a couple times. Yeah, he squeezes they... your shoulder like, thanks. I, I, I hear you. Um... Take an inspiration, Orrin. Hey, I will. That was Thank a you. sweet and not nece- really, like, you know, a, a, over, a extraordinary bit of RP. I like it. Uh, okay. Hey, so I had got, for the first time, I think, on this show, a Veradux spiration. Oh, nice. My good friend Veradux, Matthew, okay. Palm, Clo- Palm Coast, Florida. I can't yeah. talk tonight. <laughs> um, Florida man. So, uh, <laughs> Veradux has a shout out, Veradux, by the way, man. Thanks so much. Um, yeah. He has a quarantine inspiration. <laughs> if you get me out of the house, I will personally give you another inspiration. Oh. I will be thinking up ways to do that. Um, you have to think of a safe I, way. Yeah, I was about to say swatting you probably isn't a very good way, you know. Bubble. Bubble suit. <laughs> I was going to say, we're going to send you a bubble suit. Yeah, there we go. Uh, All right. Shout out Veradux. Yeah, from like wish.com. <laughs> just a beach ball. It'll just take six months to get there. Yeah, it's normal a beach size ball. beach ball. And it's just a clear beach ball, yes. <laughs> Thank you, Wish. Normal sized clear beach ball. Yes. <laughs> Not even a large one, yeah, nope. just the regular size. It's for your head, you know. It's a different old mine. Um, well, uh, one thing. Ziva would definitely, before I forget about this through jokes, uh, as we're kind of coming back into the space, remembering our last little encounter with Evandrian, uh, she will definitely try and, like, get everybody's attention. She'll actually use limited telepathy and tell everybody, you know, Oh, God, remember last time we came through here was a little bit of a shootout with our specialist friend. Maybe we can take a peek before we head in see if there's any traps been laid she just kind of look around to the party like looking for some eyebrows or some thumbs up or anything well do you want to roll stealth checks yeah as you make your way through yeah Yeah, I'd like to do that let's do that alright gonna try Norse Foundry tonight hey so I want to I want to propose something to you guys Okay. Um, I don't know if any of you have any inkling to use it, but I have been hanging on to a hat of disguise forever. And if any of you guys wanted to like disguise yourselves as 
Evandrian or Zolon or anybody like that, I have this, you know, and I never can use it. I was I was planning on maybe trying to like look like my dad at some point, but because like we talked, I talked to Adam about it, and it just wouldn't work because I haven't seen him in so long, and I don't know how he's aged. So I, I, this is useless for me, and I've been keeping it basically in Mike's <laughs> armor pocket for since book one. Um, Can I make it look like a cowboy hat? Well, it's not a fashion hat. Like it, it does much more than that. Like it. it I mean, it I know what it does. You. I'm okay. asking, can I make it look like a cowboy it's hat? A hat of disguise, so you can if make it, it look. If I can, you can make it look like a fez. You can, can look, look, look like a cowboy hat. You can make it look like a beret. I need to complete the ensemble. All right, so ensemble. so you're going to take the hat of disguise, and which makes sense because you're the only human in the party. So it it right. doesn't change your racial look. So mm, if you're not right. the same race, it doesn't. Yeah, and for what it's worth, I'm sorry I didn't try to, you know, hand this thing off sooner than I have. Um, Shame. Because I, I literally can't do anything with it. Shame. But I've had it forever. Well, yeah, Orin will take it, and as soon as he puts it on his head, it becomes a cowboy hat, and he says, oh, yeah, this is, this is fashion right here. Really, really focused Leave on the just- important bits cocks her head a little bit. It's like, yes, it's very, very fashionable for you, Oren. It's lovely. What, you don't think it looks good on me? It looks lovely on you, just as I said. No. I feel like you're patronizing me. No, not at all. Just a little uh, bit. <laughs> um, but do... I'm trying to think. Do, do you want to try and do scientist sneaky Oren? Or I mean, it's an option that you have I, that I have provided. That's all I'm saying. But it would be neat to get a, a some kind of use out of it if yeah. you think it could be useful. Um, unless it's going to give you a bonus to that stealth check, which I rolled an eleven on a second ago. Well, it gives you a bonus to disguise, uh, circumstance bonus to disguise check, since it counts as altering your form. A creature that interacts with you can directly attempt. Or interacts with you directly can attempt a will saving throw to recognize your appearance as an illusion. Uh, I so. mean, I'll be honest I, with you guys. Orange is really about it for the cowboy hat. He's not so much uh, <laughs> yeah, we, trying. We I mean, like, yeah. So, and I think that the circumstance that we're in now, like, there's literally only one room that hasn't been explored, and everybody who's anybody is in that room. So I don't think we're going to be fooling anybody at this point. And, I mean, I, I think they all know where we are, so... Okay, well, I'm I think at this point wasting it's, everyone's time. Hey, what's in I this hallway to the, to the left? I think there's a loader down the hallway to the left. Oh, my God. I thought all, so. That's what I, yeah, my loader sense was tingling. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'm going to try for that stealth now. Yeah, Fel oh. got a 17 on his stealth roll. Mm. Oof. Big like, oof. That was a big Six, 11. 16. I'm rolling stealth too. What about Sedona? That's a 27. She's Dang. like, I mean, we can roll stealth if you'd like, but at this point, they know we're here. There's only one place to go. I am ready to do what we need to do, get off this godforsaken rock, and kill that son of a bitch right now. But yeah, Hell no, yeah. I'll do it quietly if that's what you want, she says. She's like, fired up. Like, you've never even seen her this, like, angry and, like, furious. It's, a, it's like, not for Mike, but for Heath, it's real hard to hold back some sass about yeah. how ineffective she's been this entire time. Well, that's what's, yeah. piss, that's what's pissing her off, is that she had no control over that, and she came here specifically to help you guys, and, and because she's an Akashic mystic, which means she, her connection is to knowledge itself. And to have her memory scrubbed from her brain is like the biggest fuck you to her that there could be. You know, her whole connection is to her memory and her knowledge. And so right. these, these Aslanti came in and, I mean, they, they, what's the word I'm looking for? Mind fucked her, literally. Um, 
like okay. molested. Th- yeah, like molest. Like Didn't it's that level. That. Yeah, it's like yeah. There's another word I'm trying to think of, but I can't. So whatever. But molested is definitely the level of like that she feels uh, intruded upon. You know. For sure. Let's let's go to town. But um, yeah, let's let's no. She'll roll. She'll roll the. So, and I'm sorry, I didn't put this across properly. Mostly, I'm just trying to look for traps. Like, if Evandrian <laughs> has left some, like, fucking explosions set somewhere around the Well, court, those are perception checks. That's, yes, that one. Uh, yeah, let's get a round of perception checks, then. Yes, All right. Ooh, um... 28. 13. 22. 18. Alright, 22 is the highest I heard. Did I miss no. some? Right. 28. 28. 28. Alright, who got the 28? Hawkeye, Orin, bruh, come on. You yeah, know it. I mean, you you can see so well that you notice that it's almost like absent, like strangely absent of, of any kind of hindrance. The doors to this hallway are wide open. And when you came back here before, they were closed. Yep, looks clear, but I don't like it. Norn will raise his rifle as he starts to move forward. I mean, I, I don't think I'm very sneaky, though. If anybody wants to go f- ahead of me... Yeah, I'm just be my guest. following. Yeah. I mean, if I go ahead of you, I am the anti-stealth. I think Pretty we're much. just our normal... Uh, fuck it. Let's just... Let's just barge in that bitch like the heroes that we are. Yeah. Well, and two two abreast, you know, Mike. And well, okay. So to be fair, we're under the impression this third lab is where my dad's going to be. My dad is the one that has been rebelling against these people. So it's possible that any scientists work that are working with him are sympathetic to that cause, and we may not even need to fight them. I mean, that's cool. We still got to go in there and control the situation. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, I mean, sure. I'm just saying we don't necessarily need to go in and shoot everybody in the room. Yeah, but, <laughs> you know, well, we so also that's just like have a, as, your opinion, okay, man? <laughs> aside from Murgleboro, though, we haven't really seen anyone else on the science team. You know, that's not as... Uh, well, not as not the Islam team. I'm talking about, like, the, the forced workers. Um, so as we're kind of like getting into formation and preparing, uh, Ziva's is going to kind of, I'm assuming Ziva will be by, um, what do we got? Mike and Fell in the front, Orin and Ziva, and then the android buddies in the back, just to clarify. Okay. That's, yeah. that's how we've been doing that's it in the past. Yeah. So kind of looking in front of her over to Mike. Uh, she will whisper and just kind of say, Mikhail, I think it's safe to assume. And she's trying to be very gentle about this, that these people know of your connection and who your father is, and that there may be a bit of a hostage situation. I'm right. sure you're very much aware of this, but I just wanted us all to be... It's crossed my mind. I'm hoping that's not the case, but if it is, you can't... We can't let him die. So So let's not pop off and do something rash that might get him killed. Or inside, and I put turn the safety to, on. I turn and look at Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's already putting the safety on and like gives Mike a look. Like, wait, come on, you know. Fell sadly puts the Molotov back in his belt. <laughs> and and you get you guys are both getting the sternest of looks from Mike, and he turns to both of you, tacticalize you, and is like, "I'm serious. If your impatience or your trigger happy natures get my father killed." I will never forgive you. Okay. We're all aware. Read you loud and clear, big lizard. Yeah, I gotcha. Ziva raises her you pistol. Won't, you won't like me when I'm angry. I'll go. Okay. <laughs> and I, th- I imagine, like, 
as you're saying that, you guys go through the entranceway, the doors that are already open, and make your way to the southern lab. Indeed. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Sounds good. Which is going to be a whole lot of tomfoolery happening here. I was just going to say, typical, we would use the last lab as the sun. Okay, uh, so when you walk in, this is what you see. A shining polyhedron of plastic and metal floats within a large chamber of translucent walls in the western half of the laboratory. Three electrodes connect the shape to power coils in the chamber ceiling, appearing to siphon energy from the object in crimson waves. A raised platform runs along the outside of the containment chamber, providing multiple angles from which to view the polyhedron. A large terminal, it screens a light with information, stands at the top of a few steps near the hallway that leads out to the north, which is where you're just coming from. And a second set of terminals line the walls of the viewing platform. Two doors, one leading north and another leading south, exit this laboratory. Right now, the lighting coming from this center of this chamber, center of the laboratory that this chamber is in, is like, you can't really see very well in there. It's like all dark, and you just every now and then see like little crackles of electricity. But you can't really get a good light in there the way that it's lit. It's almost like backlit to where it's... And you're unable to see through the window. What do you do? We're following you, Mike. I want to get too trigger happy. All right, don't start with it. Oh, um, we'll fucking see you. Yeah, we'll fucking <laughs> see you, mate. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess we're gonna keep cautiously moving, moving forward. Yeah, I mean, we're just moving as a group. Yeah, like up those stairs. I mean, there's not a whole lot that we can actually uh, on the board see through the dynamic lighting. So you guys, as at. a group, are going to step up the stairs. Towards yeah, we should the, probably roll a perception first. Yeah, let's check for traps. All right, everybody, roll yeah. perception before we move you. Twenty-four. Seventeen. Eleven. <laughs> Nineteen. I'm a bit distracted. You just you just looking for your old man. Twenty one. That's all. Um, okay. Yeah. I mean, you guys really don't see anything out of the ordinary. I guess not that you would necessarily know what's ordinary here, but you don't see any like trip wires or any pressure plates or anything like that. Okay. And just to clarify, like, so as the dynamic lighting is going, anyways, like we would move as a group just so that we could kind of see. Can I'm sorry. Can I move my token? Uh, what are you gonna do? was just going to move up so that I could see like to the stairs like move up yonder sure I mean you can but you're moving in game right just so you know that yes um Ziva will whisper to the forward to and be like alright let's inch up a little bit let's see what we got working with well if you want to go first like I'm I'm cool with that because like if anybody needs to be in a diplomatic based hostage situation it's the talkie lass alright so Ziva will step up past Fell and okay and move up to the base of the stairs essentially just kind of like slow taking her time looking back at everybody make sure everybody's cool um is there is there enough room for two people on the stairs at a time I mean, it's it's a wide staircase. I mean, okay. Yeah, pretty much four people can walk up to the terminal abreast without any issue. Yeah. I mean, I'll be next to uh, Ziva. We'll, we can walk in together because I definitely don't want you to get away from me for the protecting. Yeah. As you guys step up to the stairs, you hear a familiar voice crackle over loudspeakers in this room. As you ascend the steps that lead to this chamber's main computer console, the lights dim. It blacks out for a second. You can't see anything. And then the screens glow red. And with the new lighting, you can actually see 
inside the chamber. And you see several scientists chained to this big reactor in the center of the chamber. And over the loudspeaker, you hear crackling. Your meddling has incurred a price. You seem untroubled by the danger you expose yourselves to. But what about the dangers to others? Arcs of electricity within the translucent central chamber illuminate the faces of huddled forms trapped within. You can see several scientists, including none other than Rupert Agamasan. They begin to shriek in terror. Notably, though, Rupert himself sits in stern, cold silence. They are unsure of their fate. Again, over the loudspeakers, this time with more aggression. You did this. You forced me. The blood of innocence is upon your hands. Evandrian screams, but then he quickly regains his composure. I am not a barbarian who raids property. I am not a savage who murders blindly. I give you a chance to save these poor souls. Lay down your weapons and surrender. What say you? And I need everybody to roll initiative. Oh, yeah. Shit. In that moment, though, I'm sure all eyes are on Mike. Son of a gun. Zeno, what'd you get? I got a 24, not 20. Mike, what'd you get? Dude, same. I got a nat 20 and 24 as well, bro. Nice. I got a 25. Okay. Nice. Aaron got the 24 as well. Fell, what'd you get? You got the same dex mod, too. Fell got a 5. Yeah. Ziva also got a nat 20, but for a 23. Oh. Wow, really? Damn. That's three tw- is that three twenties? Yes. Yeah. And a nineteen? Yeah. yeah. Alright, so Mike, appropriately, you got the highest initiative. You can hear that the intercom is open. So you can go ahead and assess that he can hear anything you have to say. You can look into this chamber, and as I said, you see the scientists, there are nine of them, including your father, chained up to this polyhedron. That's just rotating in the middle of the room with these three electrodes coming off of it. And that the scientists have been grouped into threes and they're all chained to this like pulsating wire. Um, The threat here is that he's going to overload the system and fry everybody in that room. And the, the thing that they're in is completely enclosed. Uh, Yes, so there is a door, uh, but it is closed and, and presumably sealed. Is it? It's 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 glass. The whole thing is glass. Like we can see through it. Uh, yeah, you can. There are windows around the whole pod that you can see into. Not the whole thing isn't lab, but there are observation windows, kind of ringing around the whole thing. This is the worst sequel to Saw ever. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Let's play um, a game. <clears throat> Mike Mike steps forward one space and sits down his laser uh, artillery laser on the floor yes now the rest of you please follow suit Zeno follow suit so you guys are giving up that's that's what I am only controlling my character. Okay, so Mike puts down his weapon. Oren, what do you do? Mmm. Oren, Oren looks looks to Mike, you know, and, I mean, is Mike looking back at the, at the party, or is he looking straight ahead? Like, what's the deal? I think if Mike can see his father through one of those windows, his eyes are intensely locked on him. Uh, I know this out out of character. I know this is a horribly difficult situation for everybody, and a slightly easier one for me, both because of the narrative implications and because I'm never unarmed. I don't mind putting down a gun. Yeah, I mean, like, 
Orin can certainly set his gun down. He's not going to want to. But well, yeah, but he also has magic. Yeah, I mean, and, and I mean, you can't disarm the yep. solar weapon like it just. Um, I mean, that's the question. Is like, do you guys follow suit and drop your weapons? Assuming if combat breaks out that we can still handle the situation with the All right, so what what Orin's actually going to do is get the tactical eyes to fell and point at the computer terminal and delay his turn until after fell. You ain't got to do all that, but yeah, I want it. Okay. Zeno. He wouldn't see a sense motive on that. He's shitty at reading faces anyway. He is going to go ahead and follow suit. With uh, with Mike, because he doesn't need guns just like uh, Aaron doesn't. So he's gonna go ahead and just put down his rifle. So you put down your rifle. All right. So now it is your turn, Zevo. What are you going to do? This is a t- tight situation. You see, Rupert. Let me show you the the art that I found for him. It's not great, but I think it's pretty good. He's got like white white like horns that look like a beard he definitely looks aged and he's wearing like mechanics gear yeah I think it works I dig that his face does look like weathered and uh, like an old man reptile Mm -hmm. yeah like some of the scales have gone right. a little white around the edges. Yeah, um, which yeah. which has also happened with Mike, not due to aging, but due to being punched in the face a million times. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, so Ziva, what are you going to do? So for a free action, uh, I, I, I'm just going to say some things and you tell me what, what all they need to be. Uh, Ziva's going to just kind of hold up her hands and uh, she's going to say out loud, Evandrian, that is your name, yes? I believe that we should have a bit of a talk before anything else transpires. We have information that I think is very, very useful to you. And, well, let's just say your Sardat is not who he says he is. She's trying to be very vague with this. Um, and she also wants to use limited telepathy. Can I do that as like an action? For or? Well, okay, so it will be a full action to attempt a check with Evandrian. Okay. So if you're trying to focus all your attention on defusing the situation with Evandrian, it will require a full action to do that. Um, however, within that full action, you can present your case however you would like. Okay. Um, yeah, then she will, she would do that. Um, she would, um, kind of just very slowly move her hand. She can't see him, right? This is all over the loudspeaker. She's presuming, though, that she, he can see them. Um, and she will kind of, like, pull out the the emblems that she had taken off earlier she says I know you know about these already and she'll kind of like toss them onto the console um she says your your Zolan he has desecrated historical artifacts of your people he has been working against you this whole time against your empire he has been hiding great treasures, great secrets from your people all to the hopes of bettering himself and himself alone. Doesn't seem very Aslanti to me. Roll a diplomacy check. Now, Oren, you delayed your turn. I will allow you to use your delayed turn to aid if you would like to aid the captain. I don't know if that is a good idea. Yeah, I just wanted to put it out there. As I mean, I have a plus five to diplomacy. I'll try. I'll try to eight. Natural 20 on that that's one. A, that's so. an eight, so that's, that's, that's going to be a plus be a two nice. diplomacy. I'm trying to double check and see if there's anything that I, I think can... think you should double it for the nat 20. It's plus four. <laughs> Critical success. Noted. 
Um. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I ask. That's, that's I will see it if I've ever heard it, dude. Okay, so. All right, this is diplomacy, yes? Yes. Okay, I'm just double checking about my um, adornment. Okay, here we go then. I would like to do. I would like to use my adornment for a reroll. Okay. Um. So that's my once so, a day. So important. Improvisation. Okay. Come on, this is very important. You got this. You got a plus two from Orin. How is Orin aiding in this? I don't understand. You tell me. I mean, brother, I don't know. By not shooting immediately. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> it's the it's the cowboy hat. He's like, it, yeah, he's he, like, t- he's he like, tips it ever so slightly to the yeah, camera. Like puts his finger around the brim. You know, <laughs> just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, so with the plus two from Orin, that is going to be a total of plus seventeen on a five. Right, so what does die. that take you to? So that's going to be... You're going to make me do the math, huh? 23. 23. That's, like, so shitty. 22. 22? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Math is hard. I don't think that's... With a plus five circumstance bonus to this check from showing him the insignia, the little triangles, that's going to boost it to a 27. With the plus four bonus in sharing what you found on Zolan's personal module, that's going to take it to a 31. With a plus two from sharing what you did about him hiding things from Oliviana and her crew and what you found on her diary that brings it to a 33 DC 30 diplomacy check (laughs) you all you hear is the speakers cut off and the power to the thing in the central chamber go down. Mike lowers his head ever so slightly and says to himself, Oh, thank God. <laughs> and Ziva, I would like you to take an inspiration for talking your nice. way out of a certain death for not only all of these scientists, but Mike's dad. Oh, I got a personal. Oh, shit. Nice. I've never gotten a personal, man. I'm so jealous. I'm, I'm so jelly. Oh, God, y'all. I'm sweating so hard. <laughs> <laughs> you did a great job, Emily. Uh, Captain in the shit out of this. Terrible roll, but ran out of cards in deck before drawing all cards. Oh, you've drawn all your personals. Okay. So just draw another one. She can have one of my personals. <laughs> so draw another, just ride uh, mm-hmm. Epic Tracer? Mm-hmm. Okay, alright. Well, I got a, a Griffspiration from what? the hey, fabulous Griff of uh, Hideous Laughter Podcast. Also, uh, Hideous Tomfoolery. <laughs> uh, Griff is over in Columbus, Ohio, and he didn't have a message because he knows that we're basically awesome enough. It's fine. We don't have to have an inspiring message, I guess. But the Griffspiration is in and of itself enough. Okay, very good. Uh, yeah, so now you're in this situation with these scientists chained to whatever the fuck this D20 looking motherfucker is in the the middle. (laughs) It is a giant D20. (laughs) (laughs) So what do you do now? Have we seen any movement other, I mean just the speakers went off and the power went down but no movement uh, around the edges on the catwalks or anything. Okay. 
Um, Ziva's gonna just kind of take this as a okay, and she's gonna turn to Fel and say, "Can you get the door open?" Remember, you have an Arella's key card. Oh yes, we do. Sorry. Just assume without a finger on my person, you know, <laughs> can't get anywhere. Um, yeah, so she'll she'll go up and and swipe the key card to try and open the door yeah, to mean, the containment. Very easily opens. Just wave it, and the door opens, and you can go inside. Mike, what do you what do you do, man? Uh, Mike's gonna go inside. <laughs> um, so Mike. Uh, has been intentionally very quiet for fear of his big fat mouth screwing anything up. <laughs> um, and he, like I said, he let out a big sigh, said, oh, thank God, when the thing powered down. <clears throat> and once they use the key card, he is immediately going to walk around the console to, is the door right in front of the console, I'm mm-hmm. assuming? Yeah, okay. So I can I can walk in? Mm-hmm. All right, so he, he walks in and faces... His father, and he turns to him, and... Uh, as soon as you walk in, all the scientists look up to you first and say, Are, are, are we safe? And Rupert himself looks to you and just kind of gives you an up and down. And and there's like, he kind of arches his eyebrow a little bit. Yeah, and I turn and look him right in the eyes, and I just say one word, a word that would immediately indicate who I am because it's something special that I called him. And he just says, Papa Gummison. And we'll fucking see you. Oh! There it is. There it is. And Papa Gummison. And the door shuts behind you and everybody gets electrocuted. Everybody dies. Rock fall. Everybody dies. Oh, my God. Papa Gummison. Yeah, I worked it in there for you. (laughs) This episode has been sponsored by Roll20. This is how we roll.